Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. If you look at pictures of some of the victims of the recent shootings in America, they're young. And when you look at the places that were targeted, outside a bar, a Walmart, a garlic festival, these are places where young people like teenagers and children and college students are supposed to feel some kind of sense of safety. But maybe not if you've grown up in the last two decades or so. There's a whole generation of kids who are very familiar with what mass shootings are. Generation Z. They run active shooter drills in class. They've lost peers and friends in shootings. And last year, in the Bay Area, these students inserted themselves into the debate over gun control. We stand with Sandy Hook. We stand with Columbine. If not now, when? Despite the work they've done and all the attention they received, they're still fighting for the same things. Today, how their momentum is shifting. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Because I had followed their work last year in the wake of the Parkland shooting, I wanted to follow up to see where things stand now and what's become of this movement that they worked so hard to build. Vanessa Rancano covers education for KQED. I talked to Jake Cohen. I'm a sophomore at Herb rising junior at Tam High, and I'm 16 years old. And Kira Galbraith, who's going to be a senior at Berkeley High School. I am 16 years old, and I am a rising senior at Berkeley High School. How did they react to the shooting in Gilroy? I think fatigue and, you know, continued outrage. These shootings seem to be coming closer to home. Before, it was like everyone was focused on school shootings because schools are supposed to be a safe place. You're not supposed to be worried about being killed at school. But the fact that you can be killed going to a festival, going grocery shopping, going to the mall, I think that's like people need to focus on like these are normal day to day things that are at risk. On the one hand, they follow these things very closely, right? So they're keenly aware that there has been no break in the mass shootings that we've seen since Parkland, right? I mean, attention has waned, and that's something that's been, I think, really hard for them to grapple with. And how do Kira and Jake know each other? Largely through this group. It's called Bay Area Student Activists, or BASTA for short. Our entirely student-led organization promotes student engagement in the civic process, and it works with policymakers at a city, school district, county, and state levels on issues that affect students. After the Parkland shooting in 2018, I remember, like, there's all this rage and anger. No more silence! 
and also all these young people, these student activists who were trying to figure out what they could do. We want change. We want change. We want change. I remember there were walkouts across the country, including here in the Bay Area. I think I covered one at Lowell High School in San Francisco. We'll stand against gun violence and we will stand against the horrific tragedies of Parkland. So how soon after the Parkland shooting did this group of Bay Area students come together to form this group? Within a matter of months, I was hearing from students at different schools around the Bay Area. They were looking for a way to connect all these different students all around the region who were interested in doing this work. At the time, they were specifically interested in gun violence prevention work and they wanted to see stronger gun laws passed. At first, it was easy because you could attend or organize a lobby day and, you know, like 300 kids would show up. I mean, I saw a level of student and youth engagement in this issue that I had never seen before and a response from teachers and parents and to some extent political leaders that felt sort of unprecedented. How we gonna get it? People power. How we gonna get it? People power. I mean, I really saw them become empowered political agents, even though they cannot vote, right, which they were so aware of. And that was part of the reason that they would tell me that they were fighting so hard on the streets, marching, because they couldn't do it at the ballot box. And to seniors, you will be able to vote this year. So take hold of it. So since the Parkland shooting and since this group in the Bay Area formed, and since Jake and Kira got involved, what kinds of things have they been working on over the last year, year and a half? They, over the past year, organized two pretty major lobbying days in Sacramento. They put together these lobbying packets. They had a legislative agenda. And is this just the students doing this or are they getting help? I mean, pretty much just the students. They had compiled a bunch of statistics about gun violence in their cities, in the state, nationally. And then there was a lot of information about specific legislation that they wanted to see passed. Um, Stuff around raising the age for purchasing firearms, strengthening background checks, um, stuff around gun violence restraining orders. And how was that received in Sacramento and by people who actually have the power to make change? Well, what I saw was that politicians absolutely made time for them. Introduce yourself. Let me see how it sounds. Rob Bonta, California State Assembly member, 18th Assembly District, Oakland, Alameda, and San Leandro. Some lawmakers held press conferences with them. And some legislation that they supported passed. Some stuff didn't. Some stuff died. Some stuff got vetoed. I think that when students got engaged in the way and at the level that they did, that that was the first game-changing opportunity to really make a difference in in the gun laws across this nation. I thought it was huge. I thought it was um, a, a tremendous catalyst. I thought that these young people with the moral high ground and the purity of thought and the righteous intentions that they have would be able to change the minds of adults. Ultimately, what they've said to me is that so long as gun violence is an everyday problem in a lot of neighborhoods in this country, so long as mass shootings are a regular part of our experience as a country, 
it's tough for them to feel like they've really, really made a meaningful impact. I think because everyone has just been so desensitized by how common it is to not only have a school shooting, but to have a mass shooting, people just start to feel hopeless that like no matter what they do, nothing's going to change. Ultimately, what they want is to see an end to mass shootings and everyday gun violence. It seems like they're understanding the reality of the political climate and what it actually takes to get things done. Yet on the other hand, they're still very optimistic, like they are coming from a generation that's seeing this happen over and over and getting involved a lot younger than my generation did. I think on the one hand, attention shifted away from this issue, right? Media attention shifted, political attention shifted, and these shootings continued to happen. And so these students felt to some extent like, does all this work really mean anything? I personally have grown up with this idea that if you work really hard for something, something will come out of it. Something positive will come out of it. And I think my generation in particular has done so much work to try and combat this extreme gun violence that's going on, but nothing seems to change. It seems to just get worse. One of the big frustrations but also I think a huge motivator for these students is the fact that they are not old enough to vote. Like the frustration that I feel that I can't really have my voice heard in the government right now through the easiest way possible. Obviously there are other ways like our lobby day and stuff like that, but the easiest way is to vote. And since I can't do that, I feel like that drives me more to get other people as sort of like a can't think of the word, but like as a way to have my voice heard. And so in the lead up to the midterm elections, they decided to organize a town hall. They held it at Berkeley High School in the auditorium, and they succeeded in getting most local candidates to show up for this thing, and very few people showed up. Did Kira or Jake say why it's so hard to get people to show up or even keep momentum for talking about gun control and putting pressure on on lawmakers. One of the big things that they talked about was just that they always felt that they were vying for people's attention. You have a very small window of time to actually get stuff done. Otherwise, the, the folks who don't normally get involved will kind of like start drifting off one by one and then you'll, it's harder to organize for sure. There were so many other things going on nationally and locally that were just distracting both students and adults and politicians. And now you try to plan a protest with, um, you know, some kids who are are motivated about this normally and we can't find anyone to show up or um, the media doesn't necessarily make it as much of a priority. I mean, Jake talked about this idea that when it came to gun violence, the bloodshed had to reach a certain threshold for there to be enough outrage to to generate momentum, right? And to get people to care. 
we're not seeing the same energy when like less people are killed and that's like a very scary thing that like it has to reach the death toll has to reach a certain number before like a certain number of people will like ca like care about changing things And even then you see people's attention kind of disappear after a certain amount of time. Do Kira and Jake think that young people should be leading this charge because they have a unique position of being a voice that often gets muted and so is now elevated? Yeah, I thought, I asked them this question and I thought that that would be the main point that they would make. But they talked about two other things primarily, one being that they feel like they have the most at stake as a generation that's grown up with these shootings as a normalized, nearly normalized part of life. What I've realized is that these shootings seem to be coming closer to home. At school specifically, it's young people who are at risk, but often in, in a lot of these other situations too. Like the Gilroy shooting, where we saw young people being targeted and, and die. Right. And, and I mean, and as a result of that, I think it feels unavoidable to them in a way that it may not for other people. They've basically said to me that it feels like they don't have a choice but to look this thing in the face. And it's very painful for them when adults and other people don't want to, you know, share that responsibility right. with them. The other thing that they talked about is that they want to generate a sort of political consciousness among young people today so that young people as adults will get involved in politics, will assume positions of power, and will be better positioned to make the changes that these young people are pushing for now. Vanessa Rancano is an education reporter for KQED. I feel like anytime there's a mass shooting, we're always asking ourselves, what is it going to take to end this? Jake and Kira became activists because they felt like they didn't have a choice. But a lot of us do. We choose what to pay attention to. We choose what to care about. And this is something that I think personally a lot about. And so I want to know, has gun violence been something that you've cared enough about? Why or why not? Hit us up on Twitter. We're at the Bay KQBD. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for the Bay. Talk to you Friday. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be California, the land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. 